ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Five Ever Time Pieces, where time is more than forever. I'm your host, Chris Daniel, and on today's episode, we will be talking about, you know, lab-made diamonds versus natural diamonds, and whether or not lab-made diamonds are real. Now, before we begin, please head over to Instagram and give me a follow, and check out some of the pieces that are on display for sale at Five Ever Time Pieces. That is the number five. E-V-E-R-T-I-M-E-P-I-E-C-E-S. That's five ever time pieces on Instagram. Also, if you guys are looking for someone to curate or even start to build your watch collection, I also am available for consultations with very competitive rates. Feel free to just shoot me an email. Just make sure you guys incorporate into the subject line what it is you're trying to accomplish. You can shoot me an email at five ever time pieces at gmail.com. Now let's get right into today's episode. Now, as you guys know, um, by the title, as well as, you know, what I just told you guys in the introduction, we will be talking about lab-made diamonds versus natural diamonds and whether or not lab-made diamonds are real. Now, you might be asking yourself, what is a lab-grown diamond? A lab-grown diamond is self-explanatory in the name and nature itself. Now, a lab-made diamond is usually grown in the laboratory. You know, they just replicate the Earth's natural, you know, environment with the pressure and temperature being at the pr- appropriate levels, you know, to have that, that chemical reaction that produces um, a crystallized structure. Now, if you guys aren't up to date as far as the methods that are used, most people, use that when they're making these lab-made diamonds, they, um, they characterize them as... Um, high pressure, high temperature, or HPHT, or the um, chemical vapor depositions, the CBD diamonds, depending on, like I said, it it just depends on the method that they use when they are producing these lab-made diamonds. You know, what are the differences between lab-made and um, naturally produced diamonds? Um, Just like no two couples are alike, no two diamonds are alike, you guys. This is true for both lab-grown diamonds as well as organic diamonds from the earth itself. Um, when you guys are considering the differences, the differences and similarities between lab-created diamonds as well as natural-grown um, diamonds, you won't find many that are visible to the, un- the, un- um, the untrained eye unless you are, you know, a certified gemologist. You know, you're actually very well trained on using the loop um, to spot some of the carbon flaws, as well as, um, you know, just you know, shipping it out to a lab and having to test it. You know, GIA. Institute, they actually, um, when they're testing diamonds, they can actually tell you guys on a certification whether or not they are labs or natural diamonds. Um, speaking of lab-grown diamonds, you know, you might be saying like, um, if they're lab-grown diamonds, they should be perfect. No, that's not true. Just like any natural diamond, whether it's organic or lab-created, they do have you know, flaws and inclusions, you know, that affect the clarity. Now, inclusions, if you guys aren't up to date about your, you know, your terminologies when it comes to gems and the classifications of them, SI, slightly included, all the way up to VVS, very, very um, secluded. So it, it just, just because it's a lab-grown diamond does not mean that it's flawless. It will, you know, have some kind of inclusions in it that affect their clarity. You know, even even uh, certified diamonds get assigned a clarity grade, you know, just so you guys know. Um, let's see, uh, when it comes also to, you know, organic versus lab-created diamonds, lab-grown lab-grown diamonds are, you know, they're grown usually in white, blue, pink, and green, and are typically found in the color grades from D to K, 
versus you know organic diamonds you know they come in every imaginable color you know with an an infinite number of hues you know you can actually you know find natural colored diamonds in almost any and every color you can actually find multiple colored stones you know one collective unit itself um now colors they do come from the impurities like the nitrogen molecules and the levels that are trapped inside um, as the diamond is being produced, whether it's naturally or organic, oh, whether it's naturally or in a lab. Now, the uh, different types of diamond um, trace chemicals is um, it varies just because of the saturation levels. But the, the most common diamonds, are, you know, like the white category and rare types, they include like a fancy yellow, pink, and vivid, vivid blues. Um, but some of the most rare natural diamonds are the reds. Um, and soon to be the pinks once the mine in Australia closes down, you guys. So if you guys are looking for an investment, I will suggest you grab you guys, if you're um, in the industry, to pick up as many natural pink diamonds as you can right now. And if you were lucky enough to buy some of the, the red diamonds when they were flooding the market in the early 90s, in the early 2000s, consider yourself among the elite as well as some of the most lucky people on the planet. When it comes to lab-created diamonds, you know, I would say you get a better value seeing how they usually up to 30 to 40% less. And, you know, as far as like price compared to like natural diamonds. But that, you know, considering that with the work that has to go into it, you know, versus the natural resources that go into delivering like an organic diamond to your, to your doorstep, your jeweler, or even the one that's, you know, in the piece that you buy from your jeweler, it's not all that surprising that lab-made diamonds cost, you know, 30 to 40% less. So, you guys, look, check this out. When you guys have, um, you know, you have, you have jewelers who will sell you um, a watch that's, that's been outfitted aftermarket with diamonds, and you, you feel as if you're getting just a steal on the price or you're getting like a price that you can't believe, I would actually ask for certifications on the stones themselves or inquire whether or not they are natural or lab made. Now, a lab made diamond is technically considered a diamond, even from the GIA, um, the Gemological Institute of America, they actually will let you guys know, like I say, if you get a certification, they will let you guys know on the you know, on the certificate whether it's a lab or um, a natural diamond. Now, a lot of people, when they come across natural diamonds and lab diamonds, they this is what they usually do. They send them to be tested by the GIA. Um, all the pieces that I personally sell are all natural diamonds um, just because uh, I don't want to have to deal with the, you know, well, these aren't diamonds debate when it comes to my clients and them, you know, picking up some of these purchases. All I personally always use natural diamonds. So, you know, any and every piece that I have that comes with the factory factory set bezel, you get the factory certificates for appraisals and everything else that comes included. And if it is a piece that I came across on a resale market that doesn't have papers, you best believe I'm going to have the appraisals done. Every single piece that I sell, like I say, it does come with an appraisal as well as it's any and all box and papers. Um, most of the time I get the pieces that don't have a box, but you know, a box is pretty much generic. As long as you guys can get a certificate of authenticity as well as a certificate of appraisal, um, your clients are going to be happy from an advancement standpoint. I would just like to tell you guys to always do what feels right for you. Some people, you know, they just want to have diamonds in their jewelry. Some people 
want to make sure they have natural diamonds. You know, some people it's a toss up between either or when it comes to the stuff that they're looking to purchase. But like I say, my personal preference, you know, they are natural diamonds. Every single piece that I sell, natural diamonds. Any piece that I like to deal with, natural diamonds. Any piece that someone's trying to sell me, I always inquire about are these stones natural? What are the gray? What are the color of these stones? You know, so because when you guys are shopping for luxury watches, you know, the quality of stones can, you know, inflate the price as much as 100, 130%. You know, imagine you get a, uh, like right now I have a red-faced um, Roman Dow um, Datejust 36 millimeters, but it's, it's been outfitted with VVS, um, VVS2 um, diamonds. So like the watch originally was about, you know, 12 grand, but when you inlay these diamonds on the watch, it's approximately, it was worth about 50 when I picked it up, when I came across it, but... That, that just goes to show you like when you're adding you know aftermarket diamonds to your watches you can increase the value substantially when when it comes to you know outfitting your watches with diamonds like i say vvs2s and vvs1 and vvs2s are basically on the same part they're just you know a, a lower tier than flawless so like i say you guys always do your own research and your due diligence when it comes to looking up um as well as, as well as as well as researching some of these pieces that are aftermarket um, diamond settings because some jewelers you know like they like to now since the uh, market of the lab grown diamonds have been beginning to like go on a steady incline a lot of jewelers are cutting corners by using lab made diamonds like I say there's nothing wrong with it the GI will tell you that you tell you itself that you know it is a diamond you know it's a carbon based boom it's a diamond what are regular diamonds carbon based boom so like i say you guys always do your own due diligence as well as your research when you're looking into purchasing some of these pieces uh, myself every single piece that i have if it doesn't come from factory i always you know make sure that you guys are getting natural diamonds natural diamonds are a better investment um, if you guys are looking to purchase a watch, like I say, feel free to shoot me an email at five ever time pieces at Gmail. Just make sure that you guys include a subject line so, and what it is you're trying to accomplish in the email itself, as well as give me a follow on, on Instagram at five ever time pieces. That is the number five E V E R T I M E P I E C E S. Once again, my name is Chris, and this is another episode of Five Over Time Pieces, where time is more than forever. I would like to end out and conclude today's episode by wishing you guys more success and prosperity in your lives, and continue to have a fantastic 2020.